Beyond the edge of the galaxy lies the unknown regions, chaotic, uncharted, and near impassable, with hidden secrets and dangers in equal measure. And nestled within its swirling chaos is the Ascendancy, home to the enigmatic Chis and the nine ruling families that lead them. The peace of the Ascendancy, a beacon of calm and stability, is shattered after a daring attack on the Shiz capital that leaves no trace of the enemy. Baffled, the Ascendancy dispatches one of its brightest young military officers to root out the unseen assailants. Born of no title, but adopted into the powerful family of the myth and giving the name Thrawn. The might of the expansionary fleet at his back and the aide and his comrade, Admiral Aralani, answers begin to fall into place. But as Thrawn's first command probes deeper into the vast stretch of space, his people call the chaos. He realizes that the mission he has been given is not what it seems. Back, everybody, to the Triad of the Force podcast, a podcast from three Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. Today, we're doing something we've been wanting to do for a long time, something that we've internally been discussing. And finally, after Del Rey's announcement yesterday with the thirst trap a picture of Thrawn for the special edition of Out of Print for uh, the third book of the Thrawn Ascendancy uh, trilogy, Lesser Evil. We thought it was the best time to finally start doing our book reviews. And what better book to start with than the first book of the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy, Thrawn Ascendancy, Chaos Rising. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a book that we've, uh, we've been looking forward to a long time before it had come out. And we've always seen Thrawn as a character within the Empire and that galactic civil war time, uh, time frame. Uh, so having to go back into his roots and look at the character within the Chiss Ascendancy and that region of the unknown regions has been really something that we've uh, been thirsting for. And the book does not disappoint. But with that, this is going to be like the first review of our book review series. So we will be doing, as I said, the first three books of the, well, not the first three books, the three books of the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy, currently working on Lesser Evil. He's a big boy, so it'll take me a minute. Hopefully by the time I get to Greater Good, I'll be done with that and be able to finish those three. So that will be the first three of our initial reviews. And after that, go on to either the High Republic or other Star Wars books. But hopefully in the future, we can expand our reviews to include non-Star Wars books as well. As our description says, we talk about Star Wars and other nerd-related whimsies. But with that, let's begin our review. To say Thrawn is one of the most important characters in the Star Wars canon would be an understatement. After an almost 10-year Star Wars drought brought on from a lack of content post-Return of the Jedi, Timothy Zahn blessed us by kickstarting the expanded universe with the seminal novel, Heir to the Empire. In this rousing work set after the events of Return of the Jedi, Zahn welcomed us to the new adventures of Luke Skywalker and the New Republic as they faced the remnants of the Empire and its mysterious blue-skinned, red-eyed Grand Admiral Mithran Naruto, or however you say it, I've never been able to pronounce it, Thrawn for short. Thrawn was a unique villain who was not, a, who was not force sensitive and absolute evil like the emperor, but a master tactician who had a mind like Sherlock Holmes 
and whose sensitivity to culture and art gave him an edge over other villains and made him a quick fan favorite. Heir to the Empire was then followed up by Dark Force Rising, and then finally, The Last Command. So that trilogy of books were the first trilogy after the original trilogy to come out and, as I mentioned, kickstart the expanded universe. And it was the first books that people read after Return of the Jedi. And obviously, I wasn't uh, reading Star Wars books back then because I was a little too young. But eventually, when I got into them, the Thrawn trilogy were my first Star Wars books and my first foray into the expanded universe. So they're also uh, close to my heart. And when I went to Celebration Chicago, I had the good fortune of meeting Timothy Zahn. Well, meeting, I think, might be stretching it. But getting to uh, see Timothy Zahn, and he was kind enough to sign my Thrawn trilogy books. So that was special, to say the least. But fast forward a couple decades, and after the dissolution of the expanded universe, and the nascent Disney Star Wars canon, many wondered what Thrawn's destiny would be. Luckily, Dave Filoni resurrected him in Star Wars Rebels, and subsequently he came back to publishing in his origin novel, penned once again by Timothy Zahn and simply titled Thrawn. This excellent novel was followed up by two more entries in the, Thrawn, in the new Thrawn trilogy called Thrawn Alliances and Thrawn Treason. After this, some wondered if there would be more Thrawn stories, and thankfully, the answer to that was yes. A new trilogy was announced, and like mentioned before, it's called the Thrawn Ascendancy Trilogy, with the first book, as we mentioned, called Chaos Rising. This book was a breath of fresh air as it brought in a new unexplored area to the galaxy, the Unknown Regions, or as it is known to Thrawn and the Shiz, the Chaos. Also, New characters and new situations made this book feel unique and had a welcome environment that set up new story potentials for Star Wars at large. Now, some would argue that Alliances and Treason, the second and third books of the new Star Wars and the new Thrawn trilogies under Disney, were, di were diminishing returns in terms of their quality. And mostly we agree, Treason specifically felt very constrained by Star Wars Rebels and how much Thrawn needed to tie into the continuity of the series, which made the story feel not as unique and made the plot lines of the book suffer. Chaos Rising, however, is an entirely different story. And as mentioned before, a massive breath of fresh air. Timothy Zahn feels liberated from continuity and the story feels invigorated and new while also feeling distinctly Star Wars. There are no Jedi, but the Force is present in the story in a more subtle way. The Shis fleet have Skywalkers, children who are usually girls, who are strong in third sight and who guide ships through hyperspace. This was mentioned in Thrawn Alliances. So while these books connect to other canon stories, it does so in an organic way, which does not feel forced like in the previous Thrawn trilogy. This third sight is somewhat of a mystery in this corner of the galaxy, and it's not as explored in the stories we are familiar with which once again makes it feel novel and is something that is developed further in the following two books. Joining Thrawn are Arulani, Chiri, and Thalias, three Shis women who complement Thrawn in different ways. Arulani also serves in the expansionary defense fleet, 
with Thrawn and serves as his equal in many ways while sharing a history with him. Thalias, a younger woman who has fairly recently lost her gift of third sight, now serves under Thrawn as a caregiver to the Skywalker and his chip. Cheery is a young girl who is, who is the aforementioned Skywalker and is somewhat naive of the galaxy. All three of these women help round out Thrawn's sometimes clueless persona. These characters are an excellent addition to the canon and ones that we hopefully get to see more of. An issue that previous Thrawn books have had is that they get repetitive in his Sherlock Holmesian persona and as such tend to get boring. By introducing these new main characters, it helps shift the point of view away from Thrawn and imbue the story with much needed perspectives, which makes the narrative way more dynamic. As with Thrawn stories, Thrawn must contend with military foes, which have almost as much wits and smarts as Thrawn and create the main conflict we must solve. In this case, it is Jiv the Benevolent of the Nicardan Destiny, a welcome villain since because of the setting of the book is distinct from the rest of the scum and villainy we're accustomed to in our usual side of the galaxy. More interestingly though, Thrawn must contend with threats from within his own ranks in the Shis ascendancy and more troubling still from his own family, the myth. This conflict is further developed in subsequent books, but the seeds are planted here which are very engaging since Thrawn is particularly illiterate in politics. The downside of the book is its very bright spot, its new setting. While setting the book in the unknown regions and with aliens, cultures, and chips, names, and families we don't know is refreshing and exciting, it can get very dense and hard to follow at times, especially with the difficult name conventions, which are, as you saw before, very hard to pronounce. This is just a nitpick though, and Star Wars absolutely needs to break away from the crushingly familiar that we've been accustomed to, especially with the sequel trilogy. All in all, Chaos Rising is a very exciting book and a welcome departure from the gal galactic conflicts we are accustomed to. For fans of Thrones, it gives new stories of everyone's favorite Grand Admiral. For newcomers, it's a great entry point for the characters since you don't have to be burdened by canon and start fresh. Timothy Thon feels invigorated and creative, a character he created decades ago, which helped define the expanded universe, is given new life and made feel fresh again. Thankfully, we'll have more of this with greater good, up next, and finally, with lesser evil. Here's to more good, Thrawn. What's our final review of the book? Our final review is a 4.5 out of 5. So extremely good, especially uh, seeing the kind of disappointing end that we got with Thrawn treason. So hopefully like this keeps improving. So stay tuned as we continue our new book series reviews with our next installment of Thrawn Greater Good. Thank you for joining us. If you like this book review, please let us know your thoughts in the comments below. And if you really liked it, please give a like. If you're listening on podcast, please leave a review. Uh, if you haven't, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or anywhere where podcasts are found. Definitely appreciate it. Hit that subscribe bell if you're on YouTube. And if you really appreciate what we're doing, we have a tea public where we have a bunch of t-shirts and hoodies and merchandise that you can buy. Not all of it is labeled <laughs> with Try It Of The Force. So you can just see if any design you like and not have to support our, <laughs> our name, but it'll still help the channel and we'll greatly appreciate it. And with that, 
This has been Pride of the Force book reviews. Until the next time, may the Force be with you.